everyone. Welcome to the Intentional Parenting Podcast. Intentional Parenting is an initiative created by the church at Rocky Peak to provide parents with resources and opportunities for community with other parents to better equip and unleash you to help your kids become passionate Christ followers. For more information, please check out our website at rockypeak.org forward slash parenting. Hey, what's up, parents, and welcome back to the Intentional Parenting Podcast. My name is Dre, and we're kicking off a brand new two-part conversation today in which we're going to be talking about practical ways to help engage and equip our kids to be able to use the Bible for themselves. And to have that conversation, I've got a very special guest. I've asked a dear friend of mine who is also one of our life group directors and part of our Rocky Peak Singles leadership team my friend, Mrs. Christy Enyart. Christy, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Hi, Jay. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's great to have you. Now, Christy, you are a parent as well, right? Yes. So how many kids, ages of your kids, all that good stuff? Yes. My husband, Joel, and I, we have two kids, two daughters, ages 15 and 18, one just turned 18 a couple of days ago. A legal adult. Yeah, so I guess technically she's not a kid. She's an adult. But she can be tried as an adult now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is the goal, I guess, as you go through. Uh, Christy, I'm excited you're here for this conversation. Um, and especially because you and Joel together not only have raised your kids very intentionally, with the name of all of this, of our initiative here at Rocky Peak, but you have survived. And <laughs> and I think for a lot of parents, that's the beautiful thing is hearing from other parents to be like, it's possible to survive. And so our focus over these next two episodes is parenting our kids with the word of God. Mm-hmm. And so Christy, let's start big picture. How would you encourage any parent listening, before we get into the practicals of the hows, give them a why. Why would you encourage a parent to make God's word a priority in their parenting? I think, you know, God's word is, I mean, it is life. It's strong enough to build our life upon. And I think when it comes to God's word and our kids, big picture, we have to keep in mind that it's not about ticking a box of reading the Bible. Mm or getting our kids to read the Bible. It's actually about getting our kids to hear the voice of God for themselves. Um, and we, our goal is to do that as soon as possible. And we do that through God's word because that's how we know his character, right? Um, but the goal is for them to learn how to experience the voice of God for themselves, to listen and follow. And God's word is the vessel that takes us there. Mm, that's awesome, Christy. I love your imagery of we're not just checking a box. Because mm-hmm. I know I feel like that's something I can be guilty of just in my own walk with God. Mm-hmm. But to give my kids a bigger view that it's God's voice mm-hmm. for them. And so what I want to focus on over these next two episodes is just practical ways that you and Joel have done this with your girls. Now, quick disclaimer Christy, myself, none of us are claiming to have done this perfectly. Right, 100%. (laughs) (laughs) But one of the reasons why I asked Christy to be here for this conversation is she has been an intentional mom and an intentional parent. And knowing her girls, I would say that they bear the fruit of that intentionality. So what I want to do in this first episode is focus on when your girls were younger. Mm -hmm. So preschool, 
early elementary, throughout elementary. But throughout this conversation, I want to focus on two E's. How did you as a parent both expose your kids to scripture? So meaning they didn't necessarily grab it or tangibly use it for themselves, but it was around them, whether Mm -hmm. it was verbal, written, what have you. And then secondly, when your kids were young, how did you engage them with scripture? Where that is more participatory, you know, an age appropriate ways. Mm -hmm. And so let's go ahead and start with the exposure piece. When your girls were young, how did you expose them to scripture? That's a great question. I think my model for our model for parenting has always kind of flowed out of Deuteronomy 6. Mm. And so um, it's just, I was just, I have it here. I want to just like read it really quickly. Please. Um, But it says, these commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts impress them on your children, talk about them when you walk along the road, when you lie down, and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. And so that verse, I just love that as a model. It's like, okay, I'm a huge fan of a running narrative of God's word. So that means, you know, in real life, when you are driving around town, Mm. you're talking uh, at bedtime, you're talking about God's word. Um, in the morning at the breakfast table, you're talking about God's word. And I love in the verse, it says, um, it says, these commandments I give you today are to be on your hearts. Mm. So it starts with us as parents, mm-hmm. that they're on our hearts first, and then we impress them upon our children. Um, so like for us, that means, you know, when we're watching a movie together, if something comes up, you know, we're pausing that movie and talking about it. Or if we hear a song on the radio, you know, we're, we're constantly, um, lining up culture with God's word Mm. and having discussions about it so that it just gets them thinking from a young age, um, and redirecting their minds towards God's word. Um, I think, you know, when our kids were little, this this looked different in all different forms, but I think one of the main things that I heard uh, was a quote by Christine Kane, and she said, when mm. it comes to God's word, a little bit over time is a feast. Mm. Uh, and so that was just kind of my method with the girls. It was just like, just a little bit over time. Like, what are those, where are those places that I can speak God's word into them? Mm. So, Give me an example of what that looked like. So kind of picture your girls back when they were strapped into car seats or Mm -hmm. booster seats. And especially as any type of parent, but especially as a mom, I'm sure you spent a lot of time in the car Mm -hmm. with them. So what were some examples you remember of just bringing up God's word back when they were, you know, in car seat age? I love it. Um, Car seat age, I think, well, the first thing, when my kids were young, the uh, YouVersion Bible app for kids was just released. So that was a huge thing. Even though my kids couldn't read, mm-hmm. um, they could open that app on the iPad and it's a whole bunch of Bible stories, you know, just like, so it was entertainment at restaurants or, <laughs> um, you know, just like to have around the house. Um, I think about... Uh, just the the church life. I mean, mm. the church life is so important, whether that's, you know, coming to church regularly as a family and making that a priority. Um, the girls would ask like, 
you know, mom, what's our extracurricular activity? What, what's our like sport? And I'm like, Mm. church is your sport. (laughs) (laughs) We're, we're not, we don't have a lot of extra things because we've always chosen to make Mm. church a priority. Not that those things are bad, but for our family, um, if the church doors are open, we're there. I feel like we're starting a campaign to make church (laughs) is your sport, a sweater or a t-shirt or a tote bag or something. That's actually a great reminder. I completely forgot forgot that you version for those of you unfamiliar free bible app y-o-u you version has a kids app <laughs> and now that you just brought it up i remember my kids are now 11 9 and 7 when they were babies and toddlers we did use that app as well it's awesome i'm sure it's even better now than when it first launched yeah when, you know. <laughs> when we got to be the guinea pigs yes, of, so, of so you talked about those car rides playing things in the car mm-hmm. you talked about just talking about it like would you how would you enjoy again when they're young just bring up bible verses at the dinner table or even in situations like with owies to use that term or Mm -hmm. or even discipline issues yeah um so a couple of things that we wove into our routine um every morning when we would wait for the school bus we lived in Canada, so we actually had a school bus that came to our house. And I'm sure it was cold <laughs> waiting for it. And it was very cold. But every day we would read the verse of the day with them. Mm. And even, I think Brooklyn was four when we mm. started doing that. Um, and it was re- really just, you know, five, ten minutes of waiting for the bus. But let's read the verse. Let's talk about it. What do you think God is saying? Mm. What does that mean? You know, and usually, you know, our oldest would answer and then our second you know, would just copy her answer, <laughs> but they're learning, you know, they're engaged. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was a routine that we did for sure. I think, um, you know, when it, when our kids are going through hard things mm-hmm. at school, maybe it's like they got in trouble for something, mm-hmm. you know, po- like bringing in that healthy conviction, that healthy self-talk mm-hmm. of um, like, this is when you feel bad about mm-hmm. something, that's the Holy Spirit just mm-hmm. like um, trying to lead you into something new. And so like, it's so important that, that you confess that and you don't keep it inside yeah. and, and just using God's word to kind of lead them into freedom. Um, it's so hard to like say, but there's, you know, if a verse comes to your mind, mm-hmm. share that with your kid mm-hmm. or if they're like, even if they're just going through something little, like somebody stole something out of their locker, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, like talk about, like talk about that with them. Talk Mm -hmm. about why the Lord is about generosity and, um, and, or like for our girls, you know, when they were young, you know, sometimes they feel left out or Mm -hmm. there's like, you know, on the playground or whatever. And it's like, this is why the Lord calls us to love, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and be inclusive, of other kids. And, um, so I think anytime that there's like a little problem in their yeah. world is an opportunity to speak God's word. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I really, I really value that. Let me go back to the bus stop example. Mm-hmm. That's a great example of engagement. 
Mm-hmm. So the exposure piece is the word being around them. Engagement is interacting with them. And so when they were young, were there other opportunities in kind of your rhythms to engage them, you know, whether it was bedtime or dinner table? Uh, did you ever try to engage with a simple memorization or anything along those lines? You know, I never did the memorization thing with them, but I knew that they did that a lot at church. Okay. So it felt like it kind of covered with that. Um, I do remember like, so when I grew up, I remember my mom, we had a half an hour commute to school and my mom would listen to Dr. Dobson focus on the family every day. And I think about how much of that I absorbed, right? As a kid. But so for my kids, like I really enjoy listening to sermons Mm. and podcasts. And so I, if I'm going to play a podcast in the house, I'm going to put it on and everybody can hear it. Or if we're in the car, we're driving. So they're getting like, they may not understand everything that's said, but they're starting to understand concepts. And we never know when the Holy Spirit is going to raise, you know, he's working in their life just like he's working in our life. Mm. And so um, I think, Definitely take advantage of those car rides. Mm. Um, I think bedtime, obviously, for us, that was always more of a prayer mm-hmm. kind of thing. But we would let the girls, you know, read a, look at a story on the version Kids mm. app. Or um, they had a comic Bible that they loved. And Indy read the whole Bible as a comic Bible before she actually ever picked up a real Bible. As a comic book kid, that makes me so happy. (laughs) So I would say like, there are like things that will, they're interested in. They want to know about the spiritual things. They want to know about deep things. Those things, they're hardwired for it. And so all we have to do as parents is really like, just be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and Mm. and give them those avenues like a comic book Bible or the YouVersion Kids app or, um, there's all kinds of different, um, even like spiritual mm-hmm. books to read yeah. at nighttime. I know like Louis Giglio mm-hmm. has an amazing one. The Indescribable. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my kids love that one. There's just so many cool little series like that. And so I think make it fun yeah. and, and mm-hmm. incorporate it in, in your throughout the whole day, whether you're going to school, whether it's the morning breakfast table. And I think being authentic, like my kids saw me reading the Bible with my friends, Mm. you know, like when we lived in Canada, we would every year we would do a read a Bible in a year club. Mm. And it was so fun, but they saw me do that, you know? And so it was, it's just that modeling of, oh, this is what mom and dad do. So when I grow up, I'm going to do that too. Yeah. I think one thing as we wrap up this episode that I want to key in on that you just talked about is the idea of normalizing scripture being a main focus in your house. Yeah. As your kids are growing, you know, from preschool to elementary age and throughout, as they start becoming teenagers, they're becoming aware of rhythms Mm -hmm. in your house. And so everything you talked about, your rhythms at the bus stop, your rhythms of prayer, your rhythms of the version app. By the way, parents, if you have kind of the normal non-kid you version app it reads the bible out loud mm-hmm. to you mm-hmm. that would be a great suggestion to just play that in the car Absolutely. or in the house 
Uh, Louis Giglio is the author of some younger elementary age devotionals, as Chrissy mentioned, indescribable in how great is our God that are all about how God reveals himself in science. And it highlights a verse Mm -hmm. and it highlights, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love this, but especially what you said, I'm thankful that you nailed this is the model. Mm-hmm. If they, if your kids grow up where it's normal seeing their mom or dad or both in scripture regularly, mm-hmm. one thing that I've been convicted of as my kids have gotten older is actually switching to a physical Bible mm-hmm. so that they don't just equate that I'm on my phone. <laughs> yeah, totally. If your kids see that, that is going to leave an impression. So, Chrissy, that's been super helpful. Thank you for that. And then we're going to go ahead and wrap up this first episode. And Chrissy's going to be joining me again in the next one as we start talking about the same things, but as your kids are growing into teenagers and young adults. So we can't wait for you to join us then. We'll see you next time.